episode one of For a Quiet Moment. I am your host, Nico Callaghan. Before I get into today's episode, I'd like to give a short introduction into what kind of format this podcast will adhere to and what you, the listener, can expect to hear. I'm going to be using all manner of sounds, man-made and natural, as either a starting point or a focus for short pieces discussing what the sound is and how it fits into the broader context of our world. These will be the main digestible little stories forming the series itself. Short episodes, for a quiet moment out of your day. In addition, I'll be hosting writers, musicians and people from all occupations and walks of life to engage in discussions or to read pieces of their own. I'll be composing an ongoing soundtrack for the show with contributions from friends and associates from my musical worlds. For this first episode, I've prepared a story focused on the stranger side of avian life, or more specifically, a bird that does things with sound that are unexpected and unusual. This will be the first part of a pair of episodes, and I'll be following up with another on the same theme for next time. Today's episode, Pleasant Pheasant Phonies, will begin in a moment. I hope you enjoy listening, too, for a quiet moment. Let's begin. David Attenborough's The Life of Birds contains one special segment that has delighted me for years. But there is more to this clip than meets the eye. Let's have a listen. What bird has the most elaborate, the most complex, and the most beautiful song in the world? Well, I guess there are lots of contenders, but this bird must be one of them. The superb lyrebird of Southern Australia. This clip I'm playing is from episode 6, Signals and Songs from 1998. And in it, Attenborough stalks a male lyrebird, explaining what seems to be an illusion. The bird impersonates a kookaburra, a chainsaw, a car alarm, and a zoom lens. That was a camera shutter. And again. And now a camera with a motor drive. And that's a car alarm. It's magical. But there's a problem. Attenborough seems to miss the disturbing nature of the lyrebird's performance. While this animal can do this, it is not meant to do this. Solely due to modern human encroachment, this bird's behaviour has changed. And while it is not alone in this regard, it is notable because it is one of the more powerful, visible examples of the effects humans have on species of wildlife. It sticks with us because it forces us to look at ourselves in the animal's bizarre behaviour. But, to be fair... The modern-day person is likely to be more attuned to these concerns than the average viewer of 1998. 
Ecological concerns were not as widely discussed in the late 90s compared to the 2010s. And even though scientific papers alluding to changes in ecological systems were being published, the notion of climate disasters hadn't yet entered the popular consciousness. If you look at the 10 hottest years ever measured, they've all occurred in the last 14 years. And the hottest of all was 2005. But what's the big deal? For a renowned nature documentarian like Attenborough to not take on a concerned tone, let alone any ecological concern, when presenting this creature's bizarre performance is troubling. The ongoing global pandemic seems to have hit the pause button on many people's action on the ongoing climate emergency. To many people I've spoken to, the bushfires that ravaged Australia over the new year, just as the pandemic was emerging in China, seem from long ago in the past. But these issues are part of the same unfolding story. There is a clear link emerging between climate change and aggressive viruses. We cannot afford to completely detach and forget. But how does looking at this video relate to this? For now, we are physically isolated, and these ideological conflicts are shelved. But there is something else to address, and this video can help to illustrate this. No pun intended, the premise of this scene is founded on a lie. Oh, lyrebirds, I can hear you say. Adam proclaims that this male lyrebird incorporates other songs that he hears in the forest in an attempt to outsing his rivals. However, the animal recorded is in fact a captive lyrebird, and so could not have heard these sounds in a forest at all. At the time this documentary was made, there were no recorded examples of wild lyrebirds mimicking man-made sounds. This clip is explicitly misleading. It's tempting, though maybe a little silly, to even call it fake news. But perhaps more appropriately, I'd say false information. So am I calling David Attenborough a liar? I think running with this claim might miss the point. And this may seem a small quibble, considering the significance of fake news crafted today. When issues like COVID-19 and climate change are at play, the stakes are too high for petty discussions. And this video itself is not a big deal, or the end of factual reporting. And Attenborough is not a truther, nor a denier. But this video is a useful example for the individual to look at when thinking about the media one consumes, because in this case the stakes are so low. And you might be wondering, how do low stakes equal importance? Well, the illusion that is created in this scene is so effective that we are unlikely to read it as being something that could be untruthful. We don't have our truth detectors primed because it is David Attenborough showing us something that we would not believe unless he showed it to us. And in this current moment, 
while many of us are self-isolated or cut off from the social norms that keep us tethered, we need to be mindful of the type and amount of media we consume. But we also need to be mindful of how we entrust ourselves to content that, while seemingly safe and presentable, may be founded upon pleasant untruths. Thank you for listening to this first episode of For a Quiet Moment. I would like to acknowledge and thank Corey Zanoni for providing generous editing advice. Until next time, stay well, stay safe, and take care. I'm Nico Callaghan, and this has been For a Quiet Moment.